Hey, Cracked fans, as winter slowly turns into spring and all of us look forward to getting back on the outdoor tennis courts, we here at Cracked Rackets want to ensure that you listeners have everything you need to make sure your return to outdoor tennis is a successful one. That's where our friends at Gamma Sports come in. Now, if you need new strings, new grips, new court equipment, ball hoppers, machine tools, and accessories, whatever it may be, our friends at Gamma have it all for you. They've also, of course, got dampeners, over grips, replacement grips. They've got it all. And if you go to their website, gammasports.com slash tennis right now, you use our promo code CRACK20, you'll get 20% off your order. Now, I know Gamma has a new string pattern in the queue called the React Pro which all of you Gamma String users will enjoy. And even if you're not using Gamma Strings, maybe now's the time to start. But they've also got polyesters, everything you could be looking for from a tennis equipment standpoint, all in one location. Just go to gammasports.com slash tennis right now. Use that promo code CRACK20 to get 20% off your order. Again, gammasports.com slash tennis. Use that promo code CRACK20 to get 20% off your order. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. Very excited to have another edition of our From the Presser segments for all of you listeners today. Now, in case you are a new subscriber here to the Cracked Interviews Podcast feed, A, welcome. B, what you can expect on these segments is to hear directly from some of the players competing in the many events happening across the professional tennis world. In particular, this week, you're going to hear from the women competing in both Doha and Lyon, the two headline WTA events, and I have to offer a huge Huge shout out to Alex Pryor and the entire WTA communications team for helping us facilitate this sort of access for all of you listeners. Simply put, I now have the chance to participate in the post-match press conferences for some of these events, and we want to bring my questions. We want to bring the answers these players are offering directly to you listeners so that you can be and feel even more informed about what is going on in the professional tennis world now on today's podcast for today's From the Press segment, you're going to hear directly from Kiki Mladenovic, Own Jabour, and Madison Keys, all winners in their matches on Tuesday. Uh, I asked them a little bit about their performance, whether it's a couple of specifics from the match or, you know, something I noticed, a broader trend in their play style of late. And then, of course, I asked them about what it's like to compete amidst a pandemic. So I think all of you listeners are going to enjoy these questions. Certainly, we're hoping to provide at least one of these podcasts each and every day throughout the course of this week. And of course, these from the presser segments, something we hope to do throughout the course of the 2021 season. I will just quickly remind all of you before we get to those questions, the reason we're able to do this day in, day out here at Cracked Rackets because of the support we get from all of you listeners, from our Patreon family, and of course from our friends at Midwest Sports. Just go to MidwestSports.com, use that promo code CR15 to get 15% off your order. With that in mind, here are the questions I asked and the answers I received from Kikli Mladenovic, Own Shabur, and Madison Keys. Thank you. 
Thank you, and congratulations on the win today, Kiki. Uh, my question, looking at your performance today, in the first set, seven double faults, but in the third set, you go 22 of 27 on first serves, I think 19 of 27 overall on serving points. You talked about finding solutions. What was the solution for you in your service games that helped you make a higher percentage of your first serves and ultimately have more success in those service games as the match went on? Yeah, it was definitely the key uh, to fix my my serve. I, I struggled finding my my right toss and and rhythm in the first set, and definitely cost me the first set. But I also think I did some enforced errors in my in my game. I don't remember it was back and forehand. It was too many of three points, plus the seven double fold obviously didn't help for the 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 score line in the first set. So I would. I would put that the mistake on that. And then, you know, the more the match was going on, obviously the more I, I stayed composed and I kept like trying to find the, the right spot, the right, um, you know, uh, toss and impact. And it was going better and better. And I think, uh, yeah, third set is, was really key for me. It's really something I can take with me today and with the win because yeah um the the surf uh, kind of helped me to to get this win it didn't help me to to win the first set for sure um but at the end of the day it's um it's positive because i feel like um at the end i was feeling good on my service game and and helped me to to get the win so yeah always uh, keep believing and trying to find solution during the match Mm-hmm. Now, I think you just wanted to make it interesting for us, which we appreciate. But, uh, you know, curious for you, you know, you use the word rhythm there. And, you know, we're now six months into pandemic tennis. And I'm curious, I know you were just in Australia, but do you think you have now found your rhythm in terms of adjusting your preparation, doing what it takes to be prepared for these events, given the circumstances going on for everyone off of the court? Yeah, well, it's it's a good question. I think um, it it's tricky. I think we're all different. I think in the in the period we are living in, nothing is normal. Uh, to be honest, uh, we we try the best as we can uh, to to be ready um, in all departments uh, mentally to play in an empty stadium when you're supposed to be playing at home or or trying to get adjust because. Uh, I just came from Australia. It's not even a week that I'm I'm here, so I'm still like trying to to get adjusted with everything. So um, you know, you have a mix between playing tennis and being privileged to play in the middle of a pandemic, and in the same time following the the usual schedule and you know uh, going from a continent to another so it's definitely challenging but you know it's part of our job and i i cannot complain but just be happy that we actually have opportunity to play tennis in in these difficult times Thank you, Alex, and congratulations on the win owns. 
I was curious, looking through your performances thus far on the year, something that perhaps you haven't done quite as well as you did last year is executing with your first serve and just using that shot to open up everything else in your game now. I think you're around 50% today, but you won around 80% of your first serve points in total. Is that something you noticed perhaps in the layoff between Australia and Doha? And is the serve something you've been working on these past few weeks? Um, I honestly thought was uh, serving a little bit better in uh, in Australia and maybe in Abu Dhabi, but especially in Australia, I was trying like uh, sometimes even like in the in the tough points, I, I win with with my serve. Um, I you're right, like here during this tournament, I really not finding my rhythm in in the serve, but I'm I'm trying to to get into that. Um, like I said, the balls are different, kind of heavy. Uh, also, it's a little bit windy, so it doesn't really help. But I'm uh, I'm I'm confident that I'm hopefully tomorrow will help me and find my my rhythm because uh, I think I will really need my uh, service game. And for you now, it's been about a year that you've been a top 35 WTA player, and it was just last year around these two events in the Middle East that you had your biggest run of success. I'm curious, what's the biggest difference to your approach to these events now, you know, one year later? Is there any change in your approach, or do you try to approach these two tournaments the same way you did last year? Um, I do. I mean, honestly, um, I mean, last year I was actually looking for a win because I always want to win here in Doha, but it didn't happen before. Now I feel like uh, I have the level to, to compete in uh, quarter, semi, finals, you know. I know I can go as far as I can in, in this tournament, so um, maybe a little bit more pressure, maybe also more confident on the court. I, I feel like I could uh, really handle much better the stress and um, especially on, on tough moments. So um, honestly, uh, uh, whatever happens tomorrow, I feel really good about myself. I feel like um, like I gave it all in the practice and I'm, I'm doing what I can to, to improve. And uh, if it's not going to come in, in this tournament, probably the next tournaments will be much better. Thank you, Alex. Congratulations on the win, Madison. Uh, I want to, it's a very specific question, but I believe it was 3-1 in the second set. It was a deuce point. She had had a break point. You fought it off, and she had an approach shot backhand. You kind of anticipated it and hit a beautiful on-the-run forehand, and just in that moment, it felt like you kind of seized control of the rest of the match. Did you feel that in the moment, and obviously given the layoff to execute a shot like that and execute how you did today, uh, I imagine you're feeling pretty good as you've stated. I I don't think I could say that I planned that forehand. I think I have a, a lot to do with guessing the right direction, a little bit of luck, but I think that game was really pivotal in the second set, and once I was able to get out of that tough game, I obviously did well to close out the rest of the match. Um, but it just goes to show that every every point and every game in a set can be kind of the momentum changer. So uh, obviously happy to get that point, but just really happy with how I competed today. Mm-hmm. 
And for you, and I, I believe he mentioned your serving stats, you were 30 of 36 on first serve points. Your serve will always be important to your game, but in particular, given the lack of match play you have under your belt right now, how important is that first serve to you and you know everything you want to do on court? I think whether I've played one match or 100 matches, my first serve is my weapon, and if I'm serving well, Things are usually going well for me, and I think it's a really important part of my game. So something that I focused on a lot, and obviously tonight it showed that when I'm serving well and hitting my spots, I can get ahead in the point. And then we'll go back to you, Michael, for the final question. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Uh, Madison, I wanted to find out from you, you know, I'm I'm sure it must have been a disappointment that you were unable to uh, play in the Australian Open. Uh, do you th- think that you benefited in the long run from having the you know the uh, the few extra weeks off uh, before coming to Doha, or would you like to have you know gotten uh, some matches under your belt in Australia last month? I definitely wished I could have gone to Australia. Um, I am glad that I found out before I left because I did not want to be responsible for putting more people in quarantine. So I was happy about that. Um, But I was very, very disappointed and really, really wish I could have played in Australia this year. But I think the past year has just kind of shown us that we have to kind of roll with punches and make the best of things. And I was able to get back on the court pretty quickly and practice. And now I'm back on tour and hoping to have a really good season. Hope all of you enjoyed today's From the Presser segment. Again, we heard from Kihi Mladenovic, Own Jabour, and Madison Keys, all winners respectively in their opening round matches in Lyon and Doha. A huge thank you to the WTA Communications team for facilitating all the access for us in the press. Again, we hope to have more of these segments for you throughout the course of the week. Of course, if you want to hear more about the performances of these players or anyone else competing across the globe this weekend, I believe we've got two ATP events, two WTA events, three challengers, countless ITFs, college tennis action, a lot going on in the tennis world. We want to keep all of you apprised on everything. If you have missed anything, you can catch up on it all on our website, crackrackets.com. Of course, as always, I will ask you like, rate, subscribe, review this podcast, the Great Shot Podcast, Mini Break Podcast, Inside Out, and Sideline Podcast. I wouldn't ask if it wasn't beneficial, folks. It takes like 30 seconds, so please, if you have a spare moment, please do that. You will make the day of our super producers, Max Ligner and Daniel Westoff, who, as always, have a of an editing job to do. Again, a shout-out to them, a shout-out to our friends at Midwest Sports. Go to MidwestSports.com, use the promo code CR15 to get 15% off your order. But with that in mind, for our wonderful super producers, Fliegner and Westoff, our friends at Midwest Sports, and all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You've been listening to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.